This is Stu Strauss, the Woodsman, and you're listening to Inspirato Projecto. Which AI do you want? The computer in your pocket is singing songs to the mothership. And man wants to know who is at the core of this AI church. It's just the AI, the AI you want. Do you think AI can be achieved? I'm not talking about the AI now with Alexa and Siri. I'm talking about the kind that is going to power robots to make decisions over human beings. Where is this AI church? And who's the head of it? Man behind the machine. Yes, I do. I do believe it's possible for that kind of AI, uh, the, the AI that makes decisions over things. If we have those computers, you know, with the chess games that play people and beat them at that, um, then you know for sure that kind of AI exists. In fact, those quantum computers that live both in the zero and the one Zeros and ones, they both they live in matter and antimatter at the same time. They live in, in, in every single parallel version. Um, and they're figuring out all the little possibilities from every angle. It's like Dr. Manhattan, if you think about it. So that's happening already. Now all we got to do is put that into the body of something like that Sophia or the uh, Kimbo or whatever that's called. My old friend, Samantha Light, she's in town. She calls the shots for this particular company that was uh, in town doing some work for some stuff. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, uh, in- industry stuff, production stuff. You, you, you know, the, the, the business, uh, you know what I mean? The, the, the industry type stuff, right? Uh, you know what I mean? Behind the curtain, you know what I mean? What's behind the curtain? Hey, Samantha, what's behind the curtain? Tony, don't you dare look behind that curtain. Samantha, I cleaned these curtains. I got every right to look behind those curtains. Don't do it, Tony. Big reveal. Jonathan is dressed in a gorilla suit. Jonathan, what are you doing dressed as a gorilla? What are you, King Kong or something? Yeah. What are you doing hiding back there? Well, I'm doing it for a homework assignment. Yeah? Yeah, we're studying about gorillas in the wild, and well, through my studies, I noticed that the human kingdom is very much like the animal kingdom. (laughs) Oh, really, Jonathan? How so? Well... You both squawk like parrots. (laughs) That's right. And you both growl like monsters. (laughs) Well, Jonathan, every species does that. Proving my point exactly. (laughs) So that's what it's going to be like. Opening the curtain. Opening, Opening the curtain of Samantha Light. We'll get to know any unclassified information she's willing to share with us. I'm sure, I'm sure, there's probably a lot of stuff that uh, has yet to, you know, it's marinating, it's ruminating, it's, uh, it's uh, growing, glowing, growling, howling, mumbling, bumbling, jumbling, scrumbling. It's doing all that jazz, all that razzmatazz. So we're going to learn all about um, her creative process, her journey, and find out, um, yeah, maybe what's in store for her next. What I'd like to do is, since we're out here, and she's hot off the tails of, of shooting all this stuff, you know, like I've been on a go, go, go. Now 
I'm thinking it would be a good time to go, hey, you know what? Let's spend the day just shooting a movie. Let's do it. Let's just shoot something. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's shoot something. Let's do it. So that's my plan. That's my plan. Uh, I did not bring my iPad. That's one thing I'm now thinking ruminating on the idea of uh, having Brung with me. However, what are you going to do? You can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. You can't make an omelet without breaking a few eggs. Quick, where's that from? Hmm, where's that from? The other day, in the shower, something uh, compelled me for my shower music, for my shower soundtrack, (laughs) for my shower score. I decided to listen to Prince's version of his, uh, you know, songs that were inspired by Batman, but not all of them made it into the old Batman movie with Michael Keaton. I remember everybody was up in an uproar when Michael Keaton was announced to play Batman. And I was too, but I didn't have any reason to really be that angry, you know? Sometimes you just get caught up in the hype of something. So I think that's what happens with a lot of stuff. People just get caught up in the hype, the hype of it. When they see hype moving, when they see momentum moving, they want to be in that. They see the snowball is moving and grooving. They see that it's collecting... It's collecting steam. It's collecting... Blast off. Right? It's collecting all the firepower that it needs to go... Anyway, we'll talk more about this later. As I uh, now go make my way into the subway... You're listening to Inspirado Projecto Radio. Adio. Listen, I don't have much time, but do you feel like you're going out of your gourd? Are you, do you have the cabin fever? Have you run out of Netflix to watch? If, has the thought occurred, hey, you know what? I can make funny stuff. I've been watching TikTok. I've been watching all the social networks and seeing what kind of creativity is coming out. I could create that. Hey, you know what? I wish they made a podcast about this. Well, you know what? You can make your own podcast. Go to anchor.fm. Go to it, please, right now. Make your own podcast. It's the lazy person's way to make stuff. You can make little segments. Uh, you can put music on there, found sounds, babies laughing, neighbors throwing frisbees, uh, uh, your friends playing guitar. Ah, it's so good. Anchor.fm. Please get this and find me. Inspirato Projecto. Let's be friends. Okay? Anchor.fm. So, do you think that goes along with that line of Misery Loves Company? Do you think that's where that cliche came from? Yeah. And it's true because people, there's so many people that, that they are. They're like, they're happy being sad. It's, like it's very difficult to change your life if you've decided that misery is where you're most familiar and familiarity is happiness for a lot of people. They take comfort as happiness and comfort is just sedentary behavior of not moving and being okay and, and coming to terms with your situation rather than saying, no, I am responsible for my situation and my situation is my situation because I'm choosing to stand still, you know. People, so many people are happy being sad. It's not that they're happy, they're just comfortable then. And they're terrified to do anything else because, like I said, then you have to become responsible, responsible for your own behavior and what you've done to make you be in the position that you are. Nobody took those steps without your feet and put one foot in front of the other to get exactly where you are any given time. You can choose to walk backwards, forwards, sideways, all of the above. If you choose to remain in a situation where you're happy being sad simply because it makes sense to you and you understand sadness, it's no excuse. Move on. Great. You understand sadness? Good. Try understanding happy. You know sadness. You know. And by perpetuating that sadness, constantly telling those stories over and over and over again, what's happening is that anyone who's now who's associated with you, whether it be an acquaintance, whether it be a close friend, whether it be a relative, that's the only story that they got in their brain to associate right. with you right. is someone who's just miserable right. all the time. Right. And that's that one thing that just keeps reflecting around in the back of their brains. Right. Every single time they think of that person, it's like, right. bang, you know, when they right. think of Aunt Judy or whatever, they're thinking, okay, miserable Aunt Judy right. who's always right. got some shitty thing to talk about. Exactly. Yeah. And it's crazy because because then those thoughts are in the brains of, of, of the other, you know, those who lie outside of that person. But then, and then, well, and then it comes back 
but also it, what we were talking about is like making you responsible for your friends. Like when Aunt Ginny's a bitch all the time, how about stopping her every now and then and going, Aunt Ginny, we're all tired yeah. of you being a bitch. Yeah. Can we take yeah. her to the park? Yeah, yeah. Do you want some fucking ice cream? Yeah, yeah. What, do you, what can we do instead of everybody leaving going, oh God, Aunt Ginny's always such a bitch. We know she's bad. Okay, great. Maybe she's forgotten. Because you know what? We all, time compresses. As you get older, it flies by. Aunt Jeannie might not realize she's been a total bitch for 20 years. She might feel like she's just been kind of grumpy for a week. Whoa. That's a good way of putting it. Whoa. She might not realize that 20 years has gone by since Grandpa died or whoever the fuck. Whatever happened to make Aunt Jeannie a bitch? Right, 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 right. Whatever happened to Aunt Jeannie that has, has extended the last 20 years? It's our responsibility, my brother's keeper, right, to sit her down and go, yo, just so you know, you've been a bitch for 20 years. We love you. What can we do to fix this, you know, sitch? Same as the JJ. You know what I mean? Yeah, misery loves company. You choose to be sad. And a lot of people are really happy being sad. And they're really happy being sad because they're too scared to be anything other than than what they're comfortable with saying. The same story, yeah, like the same story. It's the story of them that they tell everybody, that they identify with. It's ah. so powerful. Yeah, The yeah, one they yeah, drag yeah. along with them. The suitcase filled with that time that they never want to put down. Yes, yes, you know, yes. It's like you walk down the path with a bunch of suitcases and it's that suitcase with that story. Instead of realizing that, you know what, each time you stop off along the path of life, unpack the bag, right? See what's in there. You might not need a sweater to where you're off to next. You can leave the sweater behind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because right? where you're going to is sunnier, not as cold. Leave a sweater behind. Leave Angie, whatever it is. And then put new stuff in the bag. Because it's yeah. a new journey, yeah. right? The next stop off is going to be something else if you do the same thing each time. But people don't. They carry this one bag around their entire lives, like the first 12 years of their life, right, that's identified Whoa. the entire makeup. And they've taken that first 12 years of whatever it is, whatever was even more monumentally, the first seven years, right, for seven to ten years of your life, that's the suitcase they have, and they've never unpacked it. They've never gotten the toothbrush out. Right. They've never replenished the toothpaste. They're still wearing the same size shoes. You know, that's what we do. And then we become satisfied, man, Jenny's a bitch for 20 years because she doesn't realize she forgot to left her fucking her, her carry-on luggage behind. But it's not just to remind Aunt Jenny, drop the bags, bitch, we love you. Yeah, yeah. Right? It's intriguing how this stuff can truly become, um, uh, like you just said a key word there is the identification with this thing. It's like, uh, you know, like a... Uh, I've got let's say I don't know let's say I got a friend who's got um, OCD or whatever. So he's right. oh, every he's always talking about his OCD. He's always blaming somebody. Right. Oh, it's just my OCD. Oh, it's just my OCD. Oh, I, I have OCD. You know. Oh no, that's just my it's OCD. His, it's his it's his best in show badge. And that becomes oh, that's a great yeah, that's a great way of putting it's it. It's his banner. It's like that you know I've recently heard of this term which I think is a brilliant term virtue signal. Right. I've heard this term and I'm like oh my god, that's the way I've been trying to describe this thing I can't wrap my brain around. When I see people on Facebook going. I donated to this thing. I, you know, I, I am, you know, volunteering for this cause, for these things. It's like, okay, it's awesome on the one hand because you're seeing this and you're going, wow, that could inspire me. Oh, wow, that's cool. I will help out at an animal sanctuary now. Oh, cool, now I know about that. Yeah, but you, the but intention is important. Right, but, and I was going to say, the other thing that comes along there is more like, hey, look at how good of a person I am type it's of thing. Like it's like people that, that give homeless people money but stand and wait till someone's looking. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or well, they'll get them change and drop it from a great height so we can all hear the quarters hitting the other right, quarters. Right, right, right. Yeah. Like, does, did everybody hear that? Does everybody know? Yeah. Take a look at what's going exactly. on here. Yeah. Well, if it, you're right. And people identify with this sadness. I wrote a story called The Top of the Herd Pile, where it's like everybody has this idea that you know they're struggling and competing to become the top of the herd pile. You know, it's like a competition of like right. whose depravity is more gets more applause. Yes. Whose yes. struggle wins the race? You know. Well, does the black struggle win the race? Does the Afghanistan or do the Palestinians win? Or do the, 
you know, do the China, do the right. Nazis win? Which one? Whose terrible story who's, outweighs? Who's the word? Who's yeah. the top of the hurt pile? Yeah, who yeah. gets the prize for the best fucked life? Yeah, right, right, okay? right. Who wins the gold medal right. for the shittiest experience? Right. And then, okay, great. So we handed out the gold. Does silver medal get anything? Like, what do we do then? Right. How do we fucking divvy up the pie chart and from then, the rest of the and world? And then how often is it imperative that we are reminded that that person got that gold medal? Yeah. And also... Why do you want a gold? Like, what does that even mean? Right. Yeah. What next? What do you like, after win? that, right? Yeah. And it's not, and it, and it becomes about yeah, who's like the the biggest cowboy, you know? And thereby, anybody else but that falls beneath the gold medal somehow gets lost in the mix. Like somehow you're not worthy of anyone feeling anything for you because it's not as bad as such and oh such. Oh my gosh! Right. You right. Know? Right. Right. Oh, you cut your toe. You didn't lose a leg. It's this constant like refusal for it. This is why people end up carrying the same suitcase. Right. They hold on to the tiniest things because none of us give them anything else, right? That we can't like give and take like in that 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 time of like interacting, right? Yeah, it, it's like you know it's so interesting. It's like that suitcase you're talking about. There's this idea of like like this this what pops into my brain when I think about this type of stuff. I think about like back in high school where you have. That's where you, you, you start seeing like the beginnings of like the little cliques and the different, you know, here are yeah. the punks, here are the sports yeah. guys, here. What personality am I going to be, huh? But you get oh. it even before then, before you can form words. Right, you get right. it to your parents. You're standing at two and three years old. Who are your parents hanging out with? Who, do you, who are their cliques? What financial, what tax bracket are they in? Mm. Well, how do they piss? How do they tie their shoes? It starts from even earlier than that. The identification process of everything we do is from like the moment we can breathe, you know, we absorb it. Even more so, you know, the smells and all that when you're a tiny human. But yeah, then you move into school and all of a sudden it ends up bleeding out from there. Who belongs to which group? Like specific identities that are associated with these specific things. Who are the nerds? Right. And what music do jocks listen to? What music do they listen to? If I step outside of that genre, are they going to make fun of me or am I now not a part of them? Or, you know, it's. And guess what? Yeah, they will. And guess what? That's part of being a human and that's part of being an animal. This whole delicate idea of self nature also is offensive. Like the fact that everyone's struggling to be top of the herd pile, and also that we all have to be so fucking delicate with one another. Um, Thank you. Out. Maybe I'm not sure yet. Oh yeah, I have some coffee. That'd be great. Yeah. Did we do with that? No. Absolutely not. Why? No, I might. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Well, thank you, Sam. So, it's crazy because, like, what's interesting is... Oh, thank you, thank you. Like, you're talking about the top of the heart, of the herd pile. Right. Um, the herd pile. It's funny because that in itself is wrapped up in such great, like, like top of the herd pile. Have you heard what I... What right, right. Listen totally. to me. Yeah. The herd pile. Hey, everybody, I have the worst... I have the worst well, mine's the victim herd. thing yeah. that's going on. The herd like, pile. I, there was this funny, I think it was a, a South Park episode where it was it was on the trend of like people going to get their DNA tested right. to find out what their ancestry was so they could say, I'm, th- you know, I'm 48% victim. Right, right. Oh, oh yeah, exactly. well, I'm 59% victim. Exactly, exactly, exactly. You know, and finding exactly. that like, well, you know, I'm Norwegian and us Norwegians have been exactly. through a lot of, you know. Exactly. But that's where we are today, where everybody, it's like the, it's, it's like the Black Mirror episode where it was like, you know, having to, to be socially accepted and working on a score oh system. Even God. China's doing it with the civilian know, credit card. With the, with the actual, like, yeah, it's insane. It's insane. You know, but it's, it's, and it's a cyclical kind, it's a cyclical kind of thing where, where, you know, it's like attached to everything. Once we still, and once we start having those identifications, and once we start packing our suitcases with all this bullshit, and we don't, like, do inventory, and we don't clean house, and we don't check in every now and then with what we're carrying around with us, and not understanding that we're really, really absorbing, and we are, we're puppets to all these little things of score systems yeah. that we're completely unaware of. Like you don't even know you're being tricked, right? I'm paying with a card right now. It's all connected to little ones and zeros. Yeah. You know, you got to be really careful with your identifications, what you, what you, what the rules, the system of which you abide by. This like me saying, you know, I don't give a shit that anybody's like feels uncomfortable that I want to play with them in public. Yes, I'm going to ask you about a story that you tell me at a Christmas party. Yes, I'm going to make you responsible for things you say to me in in the world. Here and now, you know, the more that we do that, then the less the craziness happens, the less the insanity happens. Yeah. 
and the more we all understand that we're all in this shit together, this bullshit identification, you manifest everything, what you do, you know, we are incredibly powerful beings and it all starts with like your own personal inventory. Well, and what's crazy and what like starts to, starts to like just like uh, grow up, grow inside of me, this, this bothersome is that you see the billboards, you see the ads, you see everybody who is uh, someone who wants to get money out of us playing off of those victimization things and and then and then targeting those particular victims right. well, and going, and also, hey, this is for the person with OCD. You're really gonna love this jacket. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing! That's amazing. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and but also with this, like the, selling the idea that that's gonna fix you. Yeah. Like, right. The, right. The jacket's gonna take it away. Right. Right. That's like, right. With the idea, like thinking that you know somehow that, that 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 there's a cure, right, for being a human being. Somehow they've got a pill to cure human beings of being a human being. No, it doesn't exist. The the thing is, the the cure in being a human being is being a human being. Get excited, get upset, get sad, get fucking angry. Be a complete like and understand that you can't hide in your phone. Your bags, if they get started getting heavy, put them down. Clean house, like the identification reinvent yourself constantly ask questions don't be a fucking you know void uh, troll that eats every piece of information the jacket is not going to save you the lipstick lipstick is not going to save you everyone's still well they're stamped on eyebrows though will they save you oh my god don't even get me started <laughs> it's true because because this uh, the, this whole identification, social media, all that shit, they're trying to turn us into little fuck dolls. They're trying to turn us into droids so they can tell you to buy the jacket and convince you that the jacket's going to save you. You know. And that jacket might get you a whole bunch of Instagram likes too. Right, exactly. And the trickery is if we all just realize that sometimes we don't get angry at each other when we say I hate my face. We don't, you know, the moisturizer is not going to fix it. Right? Just if we hug each other more and go, yeah, I hate my face sometimes too. You know what? Need the moisturizer. And then all those things will go away and we'll start being real humans again. And we'll sit around trees and have picnics. And have real conversations. And won't fucking spray paint our goddamn eyebrows. <laughs> and start putting, uh, uh, what is it? Polyfill in our asses. You know. What do you think would be some of the... Um so okay, so making clones of a bunch of Sams out there in the world who who gets people to Nowhere. ask themselves the, the the hard questions. We could uh, put an army of Sam clones out there in the streets, getting people to ask questions about themselves that they well, are that, not prepared say, to ask. Sam clones, but just like put, if we could like put in the water where people just started speaking, even so much as just talk to the person that's next to you. You know, when you sit on a train, say hello. Just look up from your phone for a second. And turn to your left and turn to your right and look at who the people are and just say hi. And then you can go back to your fucking whatever it is that you think is important. You know? These people, it's funny, I see them on the train and they're filing through their Instagram and they're filing through their Bumble and they're filing for their Tinder, trying to find a way to connect with people and yet sitting surrounded by three-dimensional human beings that they never make eye contact with. You're on Bumble, filing through Bumble, trying to find someone. Why don't you look up? You might see somebody on the fucking train that's three feet away from you that you can actually see, smell, and touch. You know, we've like been designed to think that our lives are now somehow in our fingertips in a little box rather than knowing they're our fingertips right in front of our eyes. It's out in the three-dimensional world. It's like everyone's stuck. You're the fucking rat in the fucking cage. We're all spinning around trying to find an identity when all you have to do is just be right here, right now. Look at the Christmas lights. Eat your fucking pancakes, laugh, just be, you know, and you're fine. We're all fucking terrified. Terrified. It's, I, it's, yeah, it's too much idea. So the moment, uh, so when you started um, really just, just really, uh, what's what I'm thinking of? Channeling, just kind of sort of channeling the imagination through you where you just really don't, um, you're less concerned about what people are thinking and more concerned about giving that imagination a voice when you when you started going more full throttle in that respect how did you start noticing um the the the, the manifestation the fluidity of your manifestation reality well it's just energy breeds energy right and you can wake up in the morning and you can sense as soon as you walk out your house pay attention like what's happening is it louder than usual is the traffic like crazier 
the energy that's coming is, is, is like a magnet, right? If you sense that everybody's grumpy, you have to flip that. It's about becoming your own like emotional policeman. I'm not concerned with what other people are doing. I'm concerned with how I'm feeling in every second so that I can change how I feel or how I'm perceiving what's happening so that the world around me is always somehow interesting and magical. Because it is. If you remove yourself from the personal identification, the man that's yelling at the taxi driver across the street because you want to pay attention to your bullshit little Instagram, you're all the same idiot. You know? Take a breath and be okay with all of it. It doesn't matter. You know? It's like that old saying of like, it's not what happens to us, it's what we do with what happens to us. It's very, it's true. And, in, 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 in all those old adages, it's like you, the older, the wiser, like the older you get, the more you understand. Like if I knew that all this stuff when I was 20, I'd rule the world. Rule the fucking world. But I just knew that it's okay. We all are in the same stuff and just breathe. Just stop for a second. Just take a second. Take a second. Breathe, just breathe. And just be, remember that you're right here, right now. This is really fucking happening. It's not a TV show. We're sitting here eating brekkie with all these other little humans in their own pods doing their own things, you know. And it's all happening exactly the same time. And it's all absolutely valid and real. And three quarters of it we have no fucking idea about, yet it's two feet away from us. The possibilities are endless. If you're having a shit day, take a minute. Breathe. Ask yourself why you're deciding to have a shitty day. Because that's happening. You're deciding it. We're deciding it. And it's okay. If you want to decide to have a shitty day, then just be honest with yourself and say, nah, I'm fucking cool. I'm having a shitty day. That's where I'm at and I'm okay with that. Not the world's making me have a shitty day. No, no, no. You've decided to hang out there and that's fine. You can. But just know that, that you've decided. That's your suitcase, right? You've decided to pick that bag up today and carry that one around, and that's fine. It's interesting. Sometimes I wonder what would happen, like if you were to get, a, if you were to gather the people who have these, you know, all who are just always complaining about these specific things, always complaining about the specific right. things. I sometimes wonder, like, okay, let's get you in a room here. Okay, write down all the things you're complaining about. Right. If we were to satisfy all of those things, you right. tell me right then. Right. Then right. you can so be happy. Thing. Then exactly. you'll allow yourself permission to be happy. Exactly. 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 And will that? And it wouldn't. Oh, no, no because, because then they'll find something else that isn't there that, that could have been done. Or, or, even, or even more fundamentally, what makes them happy is complaining. Like you said before, right, is so the, the action complaining. Is the, action. the complaining is the happiness. Yeah, yeah. Or even unbeknownst, they won't admit that because they're not probably putting it two and two together. But that's your happiness. Your happiness is being comfortable and being a whiny ass and complaining. Yeah. That's wow. your choice. Yeah. Do you think um, that a lot of those people become movie critics or um, book critics? I know some of those people end up dying and wondering why they didn't figure it out earlier. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like the whole self-identity. Everybody thinks we're every. It's difficult because like everybody convinces themselves they're special, and they are. That's the thing. But they're special in the sense that we're all in it together and what we do in our own identification changes the world. Mm-hmm. We can change the world in that. But we're not special in the context that we are removed from the rest of the picture. You know, the cup is not separate from the coffee and yet it is. Those are two separate things. You know, the clouds are not separate from the sky, but they are. They are. But it's not easy. It's not easy being out in the world when it is. You're surrounded by misery. Especially in New York, it's crazy. I feel sorry for the kids because the teeny tiny children, they look at us to teach them how to be humans. And all they see are these fucking boxes of people walking around with their faces in phones. It's like a plague. Even with relationships, you see, I see couples sitting out together, you know. They're out and having lunch or whatever. And both of them are in their own worlds, both in their own phones, doing their own thing. They're not connected to each other. And it's trickery. This is a form of fucking... This is a form of, in my head, of control. They feature these phones and they give you these fucking apps so they can control what you do and sell you more shit and remove you from having a voice and remove you from having a brain where you understand that you're being bent over and fucked in the ass. <laughs> Consumerism, your government, all that stuff. It's an extension of, like, all these things that they distract you with, Facebook, Instagram. They're all little distractions. 
to keep you away from participating. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Oh, yeah, please. What I think is beautiful, though, is utilizing this, I mean, because these things can become art forms, so it's like sort of being like, hey, joke's on you kind of thing. Like, I see what you're trying to do. I see how you're trying to, you know, get me hypnotized into this world of distractions, but utilizing it as actually a platform to entertain and to um, get your messages across. Thank you. That's kind of the fun aspect of that. Like, I love the fact that, you know, there are more live stream abilities now than ever before. Absolutely. Where everybody, each person can become the media and go, you know what? But you that's, know what? That's, the that's, the di di that's like the tricky thing of everything because the good and the bad, right? The yin and the yang, all that stuff. It's about using your powers for good and not evil, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's about the extension of not hiding in these things and using them to escape the world, but using these things to integrate yourself with the world. Not to create this lie of a life where you go away and like sit on your couch for eight hours a day and post pictures that are in the library of your phone pretending that you're on holiday, you know? Yeah, these things are brilliant tools. As a filmmaker, as an artist, you know, they're incredible to be able to like use these things to talk to people and share your work or share what you want to say to people and do what you're doing, you know, with your podcast or any art. It's an incredible form. But like any, you know, like the whiz and the wit, like the Wizard of Oz, you know, the guy behind the, the whiz behind the fucking, the velvet, you know, with all the cranks, you know, moving the machine to make the madness. You've got to use it for the right reasons. You've got to use it to make yourself a fuller human being and not a smaller human being. Yeah. You know, and also not look at all these other things and relate yourself to these things. Kim Kardashian is not your fucking hero. She's not. She's the devil. <laughs> She's not the devil, but you know what I mean? And the idea, she is to part of me, she is to be part of it. As an artist, as a woman, to identify, to identify with that as an image that is feminine or beauty or something that, that little girls need to strive for, as any kind of identity is misshapen, it's weird, and it's off the charts. But it's all kind of has to do with these little boxes that we live in, you know, and, and buying, buying the commercials, watching the commercials, buying the coat, taking the pill. Signing up for another fucking whatever app, you know, not participating in the three-dimensional world. Do you watch uh, the news? Obsessively. Oh. Yeah. And still, somehow, you have you have an incredibly astounding brain. Kurt, because no. a lot of people, as they watch the news, right. it turns their brain to mush, and that sure. becomes all they talk, and that's it, and that's their. It's like sure. a low-hanging fruit kind of like conversation right. where it's like, oh God, this is a recycled thing that's just right. constantly recycled. And so it's interesting because usually the people that I talk to who, who spout this kind of brilliance don't even watch the news. This oh, is why I'm very surprised to hear you be able to stand outside of whatever whatever kind of interesting circus is being played out there for the rest of the minds to kind of feed into. Know, know your enemy. Know your enemy, right? You have to know, in order to fight the bigger fight, you have to know how people think. I watch all of the news. I watch from every, you know, from politics to all of it, right? You have to know how people are thinking in order to be able to communicate to somebody. If you want to change people's minds, or you want to teach them about your perspective and what you think about, you have to know what language they speak, mm. right? You have to understand how to communicate with somebody in order to change the way that they are, the way that they feel about things. If you don't know how they feel or how they think, there's no way you're going to be able to fine-tune what you need to, to say to them and present it in a way that they're going to understand or that they can digest. It's like talking Japanese to a German. How are you going to explain it to them? It's, it, it, it's, it's interesting because it, it, to point to that when people like yell or somebody has an opinion or whether they're Democrat, Republican, right? They want to have an argument about something and they have opposing views. Nobody ever said, you have to sit down and think about how the other person perceives and processes information. And then you have to fine tune your information to the way that they process. It's like dealing with children, let's talk about children, for example, like special needs kids, right? Autism, or all these things, the way that, that it just processing, period. Everybody, you don't have to be autistic or be off the charts in a specific way to not have your own personal processing. We all have very specific processing, information processing. 
It's about curtailing like that information so that we can communicate with one another. If somebody has an idea or perspective that com- goes completely against yours, you have to try to step into how they got there and then think about an argument, if you're smarter than them, that would they that that would change their mind. You can think an argument around the way that they have that they're in the, their thinking. Not in your thinking, but find the argument in their thinking. The way that they would communicate it to themselves, that's how you have to find a way to communicate it in their language. So it's embedding your information through the channels of language that they're using already to understand the world? It's like like 96% of communication is unspoken, right? So think about that first. Then perhaps you don't have to use as many words as you think you do to explain. But it's it's more just about understanding that we all have our own ways of doing things, and that's perfectly okay. Mm -hmm. Not saying that we all have to have pain on eyebrows, not blanketing the entire female race with a way, one way of behaving, not blanketing the male race, not blanketing African Americans as one way, not blanketing you know, entire cultures and entire countries and entire parts of the human race as being separate from the big picture of the human race. You know, and top of, It's about finding an identification, being different, and yet exactly the same. And not being so fucking personally affected by what everybody does and and don't be scared to be embarrassed or that stuff. Everybody is. Just not a, nobody's admitting it. You know. Say what you want. Feel what you want. Cry in public. Do it. It feels lovely. <laughs> and it means a lot to people because one of the things that I, I, when I was a child and coming from having no family or having no roots, right, I walked out the front door looking for human beings to help me know that, that I was part of something. Right? If you come from nothing and you have no relationship to anything, you depend on the person sitting at the counter at the diner to look up and say hello. To know that, oh, okay, I'm still here. Oh, okay. When you walk out the front door, nobody looks at you. Nobody speaks to you. It's hard to really, really understand that you have a part in this, this world, especially if you don't get to go home to say parents or call mom or call dad or whatever it is that you have as an extension. We all depend on each other to, you know, the extension of every little human. I'm a part of the human race. You're all my family, you know. If I didn't have that, then I would have nothing. Yeah. Nothing. Some people literally depend on, on, on... You can change somebody's life just by smiling at them. You can, Someone can wake up one morning and decide, you know what, this is the day I'm going to put a bullet in my head. I've had it. I've had it. I don't want to fucking live anymore. I have no family. I have no love. I have no this. And they walk out the door, and suddenly someone with a pink jacket and a sparkly fucking hat comes along and goes, Good morning. How are you? I like your tie. It might literally give him a minute to be like, All right, maybe I'll, maybe I'll put the gun in my mouth at lunchtime <laughs> instead of right now. You know? And that is real shit. That's real shit. It's real stuff. Just because it's not in a commercial and a banner doesn't pop out of the top of his fucking head saying, Thank you, you just saved my life because you smiled at me doesn't mean you don't do it you do i can change people's attitudes and spin them around in 10 seconds when they're the most unhappiest humans just by saying good morning telling them they look lovely whatever it is but just like i said earlier distracting them from their misery you know to bring them back into three dimensions stop talking to yourself inside your fucking heads get out of your fucking head that's not where everything's happening that's where, the, that's where the, the thing's on a loop that makes no sense. Everything's happening outside of your head, right in front of you. Out of your fucking head. <laughs> when you started coming to these revelations, I mean, and then you started, like, when you st- first started coming across these revelations and then you started applying these, these experiments into your reality experience, um, what were some of the first things that you started noticing one of the first things I remember, like with manifestation, it's a simple thing, right? I was at home. I just started learning how to meditate, and I thought, to, and I and I decided, and I've always been skeptical because I've looked at religion and all these other kinds of things to help me, you know, figure out how to be a happy person, just in general. So it's like, okay, let me see if I can't get get a hold of this manifestation. Let's see if I can't play a trick. And it was a very simple thing. I meditated for 20 minutes. And I imagined, uh, it was very specific, I imagined coffee. All I thought about was coffee. And uh, uh, yeah, and I pictured, I went through just, all I, all I imagined was a cup of coffee, steaming coffee, I could taste the coffee, think about the coffee, and then I let it go. And then I went out the door. 
And then within 30 minutes, I went to, I think it was, a, uh, I went to a Dunkin' Donuts and I was ordering, uh, I was ordering a bagel. And as I ordered a coffee, a man was standing there. He's like, oh, I love your jacket. Let me buy her coffee. And it was just, in, it was within like a 30-minute turnaround. And people, it. you could probably say that, that was coincidence, but tens of thousands of things that have happened since then. But I remember that specifically being like the first time that I was like, holy shit, did I really just do that? <laughs> did I really just make a cup of coffee, like, appear in my life? Because things like, I feel like people, coincidences happen all the time. And there's so many things in a day where we're like, oh, that, oh, that was weird. But you know what? Nothing. That's okay. And they're just kind of brushed away. Right. Like, yeah. Like, oh, and it was just a coincidence. Or, oh, that was weird. Or you think, you, you convince yourself that somehow it didn't happen that way. Right, right, right. Or that it wasn't as monumental as it yeah, actually Yeah, not allowing was. the full excitement right. of it to really strike not you. Not allowing, like, the goosies to get you yeah, to be like, yeah. whoa, did I just, like, do a magic trick? Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, 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 yeah. Instead of being like, holy shit, did I just, like, wave a wand? And, like, people are like, oh, that was funny. That's cute, but that's a coincidence. That didn't really Yeah, happen. Yeah, you yeah. bought a coffee, but whatever. Well, usually here, oh, what a small world or what a quinky right. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, it's like, dude, you're not giving this thing the respect that this thing really deserves, man. This thing deserves so much respect. Right? Yeah. And so, and so much applause when it arrives. Because it's like the it's greatest like exhilaration, thing. exhilaration, you know, because it's real. It sounds stupid, but these are things that have been written in, in, in fucking, you know, they're in pyramids. You know, manifestation, it's not like something that's just like hogwash. It's been written about for tens of thousands of years. And you can find it even in the lyrics of music that you're well aware of hidden little messages all over the place all talking about how manifestation creating your own reality and the power that you have with the energy is a real fucking thing yeah. and if you just do it and you put it into practice it, you, you see it come to fruition I mean remember my car remember when I got in an accident with my my car and my car got totaled remember yes. that yes and the whole time I was like I'm gonna get I never for one single second thought that I would lose my car and I, and then I ended up seeing, I would see Escalades everywhere. Everywhere I'd go, there'd be like, my car would be oh, everywhere. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's like, a, it's like a, any tool in your toolbox, of emotional toolboxes. It's like actors that can cry on cue or whatever, right? It's about like polishing your insights to be able to literally get so excited about something actually happening that it puts in process it happening. It's about like the creation of the energy, the focus that you put and the energy that you put into believing that something will really happen. It creates everything, even a cup of coffee and even, you know, cars and things. It's not like, oh, I want a bag of money, it, but it kind of is like that. If you really have your little tools polished well enough and you need certain things, there's been times where like, I need work, I need this, I need that. And within minutes, it happens. Yeah. So you, okay, so after that first time of noticing that and, and just playing with that idea and allowing yourself to get excited about that, um, I mean, just getting to that step of realizing that that's, it's a fun thing to play with and it's something that's like worth experimenting with again. After that happened, what do you think was the next, what did, were you like, okay, now that I could do a cup of coffee, let's go for, you know, a bicycle or let's try a Christmas tree or I don't know, whatever the thing is, what was the next thing that you that you might remember that, that you tried playing with? More, I think, I don't remember like specifically, I think it was more of the fact that I thought I realized that this was something that I had to really polish, like a tool and, and also understanding like the amount of focus that I put on something. But I mean, it can be anything where I've manifested work. I literally have manifested cars and homes when I've needed them, and, and in very specific ways, by focusing, by you know, deep and and literally going through the emotional feelings of having it already be in reality. It's about feeling the feeling like to do those things. The tool is about feeling that it already is. You're right. Like you literally just got the news that this yeah. happened. Like your future self is already exactly. like just your future exactly. now self is like, exactly. oh my god, this exactly. is fantastic. Exactly. Exactly. Like they're there now in that moment. Easy. I love it. Those goosebumps are fantastic. But they're literally there. So you feel that and then that's coming to you. Oh, it's coming. Oh, it's coming! Yeah, it's on its way. It's about been. It's about making that too shiny, right? Because it doesn't just fucking happen overnight. I mean, that shit doesn't just like. It's not like oh, meditate, meditation, boom, I'm to Hawaii. No, it doesn't work like that, you know. 
it has a lot to do with you know about like not just like tuning in your 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 meditative structure but also cleaning your own insights again intention right it's not you you are definitely a wizard we're all wizards but your intention yeah you can't just be like oh i want a christmas tree with like a side cup holder you know doesn't it's about intention it's about cleaning out your own your own insights and becoming and becoming a responsible emotional human being as well right and participating because you don't get you don't get given magic for being an ass fuck you just don't that's not how it works out so when those appear in that when you notice it happening this is the thing I've been that I've been getting the revelations about is that like when when that thing actually happens the dream that you dream up and when it does happen in that moment the the absolute utmost importance of celebrating the hell out of that thing because it's there because then what was even the point of even wanting that thing if we're not going to actually appreciate its existence when it's there in front of us exactly exactly one of the biggest things I see is like if you everybody going back to like being miserable right and talking about the way that people are happy being sad it's like if you're not appreciating this if you're not present completely and, and, and taking ownership of right here right now in this moment you don't deserve the next 10 minutes that's straight up that's a beautiful way of putting it it's straight up though. that's real because otherwise but, you're waiting for whatever the next thing is and it's like why don't you appreciate what the hell's me, happening now? now yeah exactly <laughs> like yeah. if if the universe was like a gangster They'd be yeah. like, motherfucker, you just wasted five minutes of my shit. You ain't getting the next ten. Yeah, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, what the fuck do yeah. you mean? I you're just sitting, gave this to you're you. sitting here now with the now that you have, yeah. wishing you had something else next week. Yeah. Why should I even give you next week when you don't give a fuck about right now? You have now. You're and then chances now. are when next week you're comes around. You're now wanting more next yeah. week when you're, you're wasting now wanting more next week. It doesn't work that way. I mean, it does, but then you end up miserable, right? Yeah. Why you don't deserve the next 10 minutes if you don't take ownership of what you have right now and appreciate it. And when I say appreciate it, it's not like you have to be the CEO of a company. We're sitting here drinking coffee, appreciating a sense of be here, taste the coffee, feel the, feel the sugar crystals stirring in the bottom of the cup. Listen to the guys in the kitchen. They're there. They're working. Ladies on the cash register, she's there too. Be a part of it. She's it's there fun. Too. Oh, yeah, we're yeah. all here. Oh, yeah. Oh, we're all here. We're all here. And We're all here. Reads and everything. And you don't know what's going to happen. If you're not up participating in the world, then how can the world give anything to you? If you're not right. up here looking at it or like paying attention or paying attention and noticing, oh, look, there's people walking past. These people are doing stuff. Doing then how are, you, how are you being available to receive anything in real time in three dimensions? Right, right. Is everything delivered on Amazon? Well, and that's the other, that's the other interesting thing, too, is that that idea of thinking about that wanting to manifest this thing and then being willing to keep your senses open for those little signs as they come about and seeing it and going ah that's that's the breadcrumb and and trusting that because it echoes the exact the exact same vibe that you had in wanting to have that thing come along and recognizing that that's another little stepping stone on its way right yeah exactly your life isn't all you know not everything is delivered on prime amazon prime yeah it happens in real time sometimes you know, all this love you're looking for and Bumble and OkCupid and Tinder and all that, put your phone down, eat your cup of coffee, be okay with being alone for one single second. Because guess what? You're not alone. You're in a restaurant with a bunch of other people. Or you're out on the street with thousands of other people in cars and buildings and streets. They're everywhere. You know, put it down. If what you want, if you want what we're looking for, which is what everybody's looking for, is connection with the human race, then start participating. Be okay with being embarrassed. Be okay with crying in public. Be okay with just being whoever it is that you are. You know? And stop trying to paint your eyebrows on to be something you don't know. Because even if you do, they want the eyebrows. They don't want you. You are. And you're underneath the eyebrows. You have to take a shower sometime. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I mean, sometimes exactly. you're going to have to wash up. At some point, those got to come sometimes right Sometimes they're going to see yeah. you. Just a little old you. Yeah. 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 I mean, the costume has to come over at some point. And so, so, don't be so scared because it's fun. And the more excited you get, like you said, you know, the world just gives you so much joy. Well, you know, and just talking about this, what's so beautiful is that the, the vibration level. I mean, listen to how everything has. We, we, we've been stirring this up. We've been stirring it up. We've been stirring it up. 
It's getting, I mean, the volume is raising with the excitement that we're feeling here. It's like we're the epicenter, and this is all the aftershocks all around us. It's so exciting. You know, and I think by us talking about this, what's so cool is, it's like I feel like the guides and all the angels and all that, every, and it's like they're leaning in, they're like, ooh, listen to this great conversation. They're talking about us. They're talking about us. Let's keep gifting them more and more of these experiences throughout the day. Who knows what may be happening around the corner? Who may come walking around the corner? But it's true. It's true. Like the beautiful thing, you know, and coming from the life I, and I'm 48 now, right? It's like, it's crazy that you learn these things as you get older, but... The beauty is like the constant possibilities. It's just the never ending. I mean, every waking second is a possibility of something fun happening. You know, even if you're in a shitty mood, like you just the, the the idea that at any given moment the entire world can change is a real, 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 real thing. Like it's totally a real thing. You know, and the world gives you back, like you just mentioned, like the energy in our environment is completely changing because of the goosebumps and the excitement. And, and we are connected heat vessels, you know, it's vibrating sound and energy constantly and it all reflects and bounces off one another and we're in control of that. You can totally control your environment. I've done it purposely. I sit on the train and do ch- tricks where I'll sit there and I'll just tap, start tapping my knee and if no one's in here, someone will start doing it because they see it. We're animals. We start like mirroring each other and if I'm like got headphones on I'll start bouncing and then I'll notice other people with headphones starting to bounce because my movement has given them permission to start moving absolutely my energy being out there it's almost like they didn't realize there was an option until you you're like you're like here's an option Something you can choose. Because everybody's in this, like, fucking, they're just falling over what everybody else's energy is. So they're is. in a hypnosis state as it exactly. is. So when you introduce that in there, it's going to subconsciously. Exactly. Exactly. And that's how you, when, you, when we go back to talking about how you start, like, manifesting things, start, just start doing that. Start by going out into an environment and changing your internal feelings about things and see if the external world starts changing. But really pay attention to every finite thing, whether it comes up 1%, half a percent, or even like 00.3%. Pay attention, then start working on that. Try to bring it up to half a percent, and try to bring it up to 10%, and then try to blow the fucking roof off the building, you know? And in doing that, that's how you start like getting a little, being able to like, take a hold of all your toolbox, you know, and sharpening your fucking knives and sharpening your old, your little, your little manifestation tools. What's so exciting is, uh, so my sister's friend was in town visiting one time and we went out to this, like in downtown Los Angeles to these various places where these bars were that my sister wanted to go and staying out in front of one of these, these bars was uh, a pyramid and uh, a guy who calls himself the Wizard of L.A. of Los Angeles, and then another guy who calls himself Reverend Mark, and this the pyramid was called Lumi. It had an, uh, the all-seeing eye, and it was blinking, and it was just like made out of styrofoam, and it was just this great thing. So I saw these characters out there, and uh, so we took some pictures with them and stuff. And I said, I want to hang out with you guys. They go, do you want to be our Jesus? I said, I'll be your Jesus. And so... They ended up having what they call the Wizard Walk, and it was through the subways of Los Angeles. Like I met them at at, at uh, the freaking at like seven o'clock. I forgot what time it was, but it was very symbolic. I met them at, at Union Station, and we just went through the subways and the highways and byways. And I brought a few. I brought like a cape and a, a few different things, noisemakers and a mask. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, so we we walked through and we had like this Indian ceremonial like bop 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 drum and then Reverend Mark had like a uh, native ceremonial flute that he was playing and then Lumi was you know moving around and blinking and and as you can imagine it could cause quite you know excitement among the populace so what would happen is we would be there at this you know on the subway Thing, and people would gather around and be listening to the to the to the Wizard of LA as he's talking about manifestation of reality, and he's pointing out these people who are sleeping, and he's like, "Look, what is where is he traveling to right now? What is he? What is this guy sleeping? You know, he's sleeping, but where is he right now? We see him, but where is his other son? You know, so and all these people are like, it was like this ed- this alternative education that anybody would ever get. And meanwhile, Reverend Mark's over there going, and I'm going, bop, 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 bop. And it was just the, and, and Lumi is spinning around this glorious, like, 
a, a pyramid creature and we're walking through Union Station like that. We're going all over the place and it was the most exciting thing to see how we altered right. the, the, the behavior of right. these people. Because I had a couple other masks in my bag. And the, you know, the Wizard of LA would just start dancing and then some random lady who was there in the crowd, she would come in and just start yeah. dancing with us. Yeah. I'm like, hold on, let me get you a mask. I get her mask, she put on a mask, and now, now she's dancing around. This little lady, she's got her big backpack on. She's dancing around with us. Yeah. The other day, last week, I was going to the subway. I was getting it really early. I was going to set, and I was down on the subway platform, and across the other, it was freezing cold, snowing, and I get underground, and it's snuggly. And I had my headphones on, and I was jamming out. And the guy, there was like this younger boy across the platform, and I was like rocking, like kind of dancing, you know what I mean, doing my thing. And I looked up, and I was a great, having a great time. And then I looked up, and he was like, and then he started dancing <laughs> to whatever he was listening to. It was like a silent he, disco. Yeah, exactly. He had big, huge headphones on, and I had big, huge headphones oh on. And I was like dancing <laughs> my song, and then he was. Oh my song. god, I love it. It was amazing. We did it for like 35 seconds, like a half a like a whole song, and then his subway came and he was like, bye. And I waved and I was like blowing him kisses and he blew me kisses back and then he was gone. I never met this person, I will never meet this person, but this is these kind of I things. Love this. If you have your eyes up out of your phone and you're willing to just be and have fun oh and do God. whatever you feel like doing. Yeah. There's other people in the world that will play with you. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. They're and looking to be playful. Totally. And you get to lighten up. You know, he saw me doing it, which gave him permission to do it. Oh, and yeah. then we could do it together. And then you get to have this thing. And then hopefully he'll take what all those little bubbles in his blood that he just got from being excited. He'll take that on the train. Yeah. And then other people will fill those bubbles. Yeah, yeah. Right? And it's just like all these champagne bubbles end up being a big party. You know, you bounce up one another, but you have to be up out of your fucking shit in order to be participate. Going back to taking ownership of what you have in life right now. If all you have is a sub subway platform filled with strangers, yeah. see what you can do with that. Yes, <laughs> yes. And if nobody's looking at you, that's okay. See what you can do about that. You know. See if you can't go and like make eye contact with somebody or see if you can't to have dance with someone on the platform because it can change your entire day. That was the best thing. That was such an amazing experience and I had so much fun with it and it was literally a minute of my life. Minute and how cool life. is this? You get to go ch- share yeah. this story. This person's it. vibe, your his ghost is being shared among the populace. And, he and yours is too. Exactly. He'll totally tell people about what he ha- what happened with him between him and I. We don't know each other. We probably we may never know each other. Or what's even more exciting, really interesting, is that perhaps we will, but we'll never know that that was that that was us. You know, it's creepy, but those are real interactions, and those are, those are little interactions that can literally make people believe in the world again, right? Think that you know, yes, I'm seen. Understand that they're like a part of something. And when I say a part of something, I don't mean you have to be famous. You don't have to be on Instagram. You don't have to have a YouTube fucking channel. You know what I mean? You don't have to be some... You don't have to be anything but exactly what you are and who you are. Because you, in the world, is vitally important. I need you to dance with me on the platform. I need you there. You know what I mean? I need you in the cafes. I need you in the streets. I need you on the buses, on the planes, everywhere. I need you in the bathrooms of restaurants to look at me in the mirror and say hi. I need it. I need it. I need it. I need it. You know, we need to participate. And it makes things, and when you start doing things like that, when you start participating in your life like that, when you start giving out energy like that, you start seeing a, that you're not, you know, your misery is nothing compared to what's surrounded, you're surrounded by. Yeah. And B, you can slip yourself out of that by simply engaging with the human being that's standing or sitting right next to you. You know, everything you need is given to you out in the world, but you have to lift your eyes up and you have to take a breath for a minute every now and then. You have to be okay with just being. Yeah. And be available to get all the things you're asking for. But you have to put your shit down. You have to put your phone down. You know, you have to participate because it's not delivered. Like I said, it doesn't get delivered through Amazon Prime. It doesn't. 
it gets it gets delivered in in the quiet moments of, in a corner of a restaurant that you have to peek around. The, well, which peek is even faster than at. Amazon Prime, which is even faster because it's right there and it's immediate. It's right there. You're not waiting. Yeah, you're not waiting for um, some kind of thing to arrive in the mail. It's just it's right there. Yeah, and it's what's crazy is that we've forgotten that, that that's an available option. We've removed somehow the. Isn't three, that interesting? Yeah, 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 yeah. Somehow yeah, yeah. we've convinced ourselves that we've forgotten that the three-dimensional world that we're in right now is actually an available option yeah. for entertainment and information and all that stuff. We immediately turned around phones to give us sustenance. Yeah, 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 yeah. When you're surrounded by all the things you're digging through your phone for. Right, and then the, and the things that we're searching for in the phone is almost in a sense without us realizing it, it telling us what to think or what to say next. Um, to go along with what you're saying about that the uh, that the, the you know the world reacts to uh, to us you know putting out those vibes. What's interesting is if we keep playing with that idea that every single person within our reality experience is just another hologram, is another reflection of ourselves in a different camouflage, then. There's a lot of us out there that are just waiting to get woken up and waiting to be, oh, I see you, I see what's going on. And, and there's a lot of little messages just that are being sent to tell you what you what you, what you look like. Like sometimes when I meet somebody on set that's aggressive or talks or has some kind of dynamic that irritates me, I try to look at it and see if there's any part of that in me. Like, I try to look at it and go, do I ever talk? And I constantly talk. There's things that I do all the time, you know, that people that aren't used to me would probably find very irritating, if not, annoy, you know, make them angry. You know, I can talk the, the paint off a wall. I never shut up. Um, so there's things, whenever I'm confronted or feel like I'm confronted with something or somebody or some other animal in the world that's like doing something that's uncomfortable with me, I always try to imagine or try to go through kind of my personal inventory to see if that's a part of my personality. And if it is, then try to see, oh, okay, well, this is how other people feel dealing with me when I act like that. You know, everyone's a fucking asshole sometimes. So if somebody in your life is coming up and you're having to deal with an asshole, just understand that that's how somebody else feels when you're an asshole to them. Right, 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 right. You're actually getting a taste of your own medicine, aren't you? You're get, you're seeing that reflection of yourself. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's so interesting. I think about the word off-ended, offended. You're off-ended. So why are you off-ended? Why are you off-ended about what this person is saying? Ah, because you see a reflection of yourself in that that you don't like within your own self, without even realizing it subconsciously that they're doing. They're going, oh, because maybe if we weren't operating that vibration, perhaps we wouldn't even notice that. Well, and also don't convince yourself that that's not you. You know. We, there's so many times you think, oh, what a fucking dick. It's like, well, yeah, we've all been a dick, you know. The idea, yeah, it, 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 it's like we, we continue to separate ourselves from the, we're only part of the good pack. We're never part of the shit pack. You yeah, know what I mean? yeah. We never identify with being like, you know, no, I'm a vegan and I do yoga. And I'm like, yeah, but you're a cunt sometimes too, you know. It, it, it's really is about, and I think people that are, are more unhappy because they've submerged in their their little, you know, LCD screens and their worlds that don't mean anything, and they've honestly forgotten who they are. They don't really know which part, which self they're supposed to be all the time. Like the round table, like at least there's a mother of the pack, you know. Right. Like there has to be a mother of the pack kind of thing. People have forgotten like who they're supposed to be because they're one thing on Instagram, they're one thing on Facebook, they're one thing when they go to work, they're one thing when they sit with their family, they're another thing when they're with their best friends, they're another thing when they're alone at the restaurant. They're all different things floating around and just waiting to find footing. Messy. Put your fucking phone down. Not you. <laughs> <laughs> that was poetic. <laughs> you should put the phone down. Not you. <laughs> That's like a fractal. Like we just em- we just entered the MC Escher stage of the podcast. Well, it's 55 minutes. This only lets me record it an hour at a time. So uh, I I definitely want to continue to record more with you. So we're gonna I'm gonna save this. Thank you. Thank you, Ariar, buddy, for listening to this episode. Episodic. 
episodic, ep, ep, epi, epi, episodic. It's like epic, but soda, sod, sod, sod is in the middle there. It's like epic, but you add sod. It's like sod, like grass. Episodic. You're, you're growing it. You're growing it. So, th- say th- th- so, thank you for listening to another episodic of Inspirator Projecto. That was Samantha Light. Always enlightening. Hanging out with her. Next episode will feature more information with her. Uh, from when we visited the Human Rights Museum. I probably ought to be looking this up on... On the, uh, on the, uh, on the Google machine, okay, uh, all right, uh, I do believe it was Sunset Strip, let's see, Center for Humanity, let's just put it like that, Humanity, it sounded something like that, like, say, it was like, say, it was like something for that, it's like something like that, Center for Humanity, Well, let's just let's just call it was let's just say it was that, and um, pieces of that trip will be in the next episode. So thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for being a part of this extraordinary journey. Remember, you can always email your stuff to inspiratorprojecto at gmail dot com, and I will include it in here. I will include your I'd say around three minute audio. That could be music, that could be field recordings, that could be dreams, synchronicities, alien abductions, ghost sightings, yada, 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 words, words, words. Tell me your new mathematical uh, uh, computations, uh, new algorithms you've encountered, uh, what, whatever kind of, you know, if you feel that you've got information that you're like, oh, I've got a bunch of useless information. I hear that phrase sometimes with people. I've got a lot of trivia Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it's a lot of useless information that I never get a chance to use. Well, this is that kind of thing. I want you to use this. The, use that for this. This is, this is where you plant those golden nuggets. This is where those golden nuggets go. This is the fertile ground. This is the fertile ground for such redwood splendor. The apple trees and the oranges. All of this... I'm looking out over here at the uh, skyline and I see some trees and man right now the way that these two lights are are popping through these street lights it looks like this one bush is like sort of like a Jawa kind of creature oh there's one that's kind of right behind it too two two sort of Jawas actually actually not think about it the way that those other tour face and that that could look like four so looks like we got at least four jawas within the within the tree formation to my left in all honesty and sincerity sayonara hombres remember inspiratoprojecto at gmail.com or you can even call us on the total free line 561203 9179er. That number again. The voice line. Toll free. 561 203 9179er. Einer, Einer, Einer.